Today is Sunday, April 16, 2017. It is Easter. And I figured this would be a good day to talk about sort of the history we have with the church as it relates to our marriage and impending divorce. So backing up, quite a few years before I met Mike, going back to when I was a child, my family attended Winstanley Baptist Church in Fairview Heights, Illinois, which is near East St. Louis, Illinois. It's right on the border of East St. Louis and Fairview Heights. And I attended Winstanley Baptist Church a lot with my grandma Hazel uh, until her death and my mom went there for a while uh, so I guess it was just my mom and me went most of the time and sometimes I went with my grandma Hazel but I remember once being in Sunday school and I was very young maybe first or second or third grade and you know I grew up very poor I did not have a lot of money growing up so um, I was in Sunday school one morning, and I remember I did not have an offering. So the, the woman that ran the Sunday school class, her name was Charmaine. I never forgot her. She was really a bitch, really kind of an asshole to be running a Sunday school class, if you ask me. Anyway, Charmaine passed around the little offering dish, and I didn't have an offering because I often didn't have any money. and. If I did, some, it was just usually change. My mom would give me, you know, a couple of quarters or maybe some dimes or whatever. And I remember this one Sunday, I did not have any money to put in the offering. And Charmaine um, made me feel really bad for that. She said, you should find a way to bring money to church and have money for your church. And, you know, don't you love Jesus and that kind of thing. And I felt really bad. And I thought... Well, Jesus would understand if I don't have money. Jesus loves all children, I thought. And I just remember that was my first brush with thinking, you know, who is your Jesus? Is he the same Jesus as my Jesus? Because my Jesus doesn't care about money. Anyway, I, I started to have negative feelings towards the church after that from a very young age. I was baptized at Winstanley Baptist Church when I was seven. And I continued to attend that church um, until I was 20 when my grandma Hazel died and I didn't, I didn't go anymore. I, had, I was going sporadically anyway as a teenager and college student would do. But when I met Mike, I found out that his family were devout Catholics. I mean, serious, serious worshiping Catholics and they go to church seven days a week literally I'm not exaggerating they go to church every day of the week anytime we had visited his parents they would get up very early every morning during the week weekdays and go to church and whenever we would visit them um, I would always encourage them to take our children along to church you know uh, because I wanted my kids to have that wide reality I wanted them to understand who their grandparents are what is Catholicism about I mean whether we're Catholics or not it's good to have that information and to know what various religions practice well let's back up to um, my first experiences with 
Mike's family and his Catholic church. So Mike and I got engaged on Valentine's Day of 1997. Maybe it was 98. No, excuse me. It was 1998. And... We were very excited, and I think I told the story before about how we went to his parents' house and announced our engagement and how disappointing their reaction was. But aside from all of that, uh, I was very interested and pushing for getting married in Mike's church, in his family's church, St. Mary's, uh, which is downtown Alton, Illinois. Huge, beautiful church just like a cathedral I mean the thing is just beautiful inside and out and I wanted to get married in Mike's church because he had attended that church his whole entire life and his parents were very active members they go to church there every day in fact his mother uh, goes and cleans the church all the time and she washes the priest's clothing like she brings home the priest's laundry once a week and washes it I mean seriously involved And I told Mike's mom at some point or another, I would really like to get married in your family's church. And she said, well, you can't because you're not a Catholic. And I said, well, I I think we can because Mike is Catholic and he's been raised Catholic and that's his church. And, you know, maybe I could take some classes or maybe I could, uh, you know, learn to be a Catholic or try to convert to that. I mean, I'm raised Christian, you know. And then his mother said, no, you cannot get married in our family's church because you and Mike are living together. You're living in sin. His parents were so unhappy that Mike and I were living together. We moved in um, in together in January of 1998 because my lease was expiring on my apartment. My apartment was $800 a month, I remember, downtown St. Louis. And Mike and I knew that we wanted to be together at that point, and so I had to either renew my lease or not. And he said don't renew it. Just move in to my house. Mike had a house. It was three bedroom, nice size house. And I was staying over there a lot anyway. Uh, It was a nice place and it was quiet and had a porch and a fireplace and and stuff. And, And we worked on it together. We tore out the carpet and put in wood floors and painted and we were, had been working on his house anyway. So I said, okay, I'll move in. So in January of 98, I moved in. In February of 98, we became engaged. And then, like I said, his parents, especially his mother, said, you are not going to marry in our family's church. Well, I was not satisfied with her feelings on it and her directive. So I contacted St. Mary's myself. I mean, after all, my fiance, that is his church where he had attended his whole entire life. You know, how could they tell him no? So I called St. Mary's church and I spoke with whoever it was in the office. And I said, this is Lisa, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm engaged to be married to Mike Mayer. He's a member of your church. He's attended his whole life. And the woman on the phone at the church said, no, you cannot marry in our church. I said, why not? She said, because Mrs. Mayer, Peggy Mayer, informs us that you are living with her son and you are living in sin. And this is a sin against God and a sin against the church. And you cannot get married in our church while you're living together. 
she said, if you want to move out, you know, move apart from Mike and be living, you know, in holiness or whatever, then, you know, call us back and we'll have a conversation. Well, the impracticality of moving out of Mike's house when I had just moved in and here we are nesting, you know, tearing out carpeting and painting and working on the yard and planting flowers and doing all of these wonderful things and making a beautiful home together. I wasn't going to move out. I mean, it's just totally impractical. And we didn't, we wanted to be together. We, we were doing everything right. And anyway, so I lost that battle. I lost that battle. So we were shunned by his church, shunned by his parents. In fact, after Mike and I got engaged and, and we were living together, his parents never came over again to his house. So from January until September, I mean, the better part of a year, his parents refused to set foot in Mike's house where we were living in sin. So they really were hard on us. I think that's extreme. In my opinion, that's very extreme. So I called my church that I had attended my whole life and my grandma Hazel had attended and my mother and I called my church and I said, I would like to get married in my church. And they said, yes, wonderful, great, so happy, open arms, welcomed us uh, to Win Stanley Baptist Church. And of course, Mike's parents were unhappy with that as well, because now we're getting married in a Baptist church. So they were just, there was no pleasing them at all. But my church made it wonderful. Uh, we had to attend a couple of classes, as is required of all engaged couples, where my pastor, Jim Haupt, uh, spoke to us about being married and what that entails and how to handle disappointment and blah, blah, blah. You know, it was all pretty, it's all tragically funny looking back at it now because we were so totally ill prepared for being married to each other. But anyway, I guess a lot of married couples, um, go through a lot of stuff like that. So anyway, we got married in my church, Win Stanley Baptist church. Well, Baptists don't drink. At least they say they don't. Um, and you know, my grandparents did not drink. My grandma Hazel, no, I never saw her drink. My, my grandpa and grandma, I never saw them drink. I never saw, I think I saw my mom drink one time, maybe two in my entire life. Drinking was just never a part of their lives and it was against the church. And so I told Mike, uh, you know, we're going to get married in the late afternoon and I knew he was golfing all day. We got married on a Saturday, I think around five or six in the evening. And I said, Mike, please don't drink, you know, before the wedding. It's very, you know, bad in the church's eyes. And, and I, I, frankly, I'd like you to be sober <laughs> when we get married. You know, let's, let's not be drunk. Please don't drink. Um, I don't want the pastor to smell it on you. I don't want to deal with that. You know, whatever, drink at the reception afterwards. Well, of course, what happened, Mike went out to um, golf all day and uh, his buddies had him drinking uh, while he was playing golf. So by the time he showed up to the church, uh, he reeked of alcohol and I was disappointed to say the least. In fact, I was very upset. Uh, we did our uh, wedding photos before the ceremony. I wanted to get those out of the way so that after the ceremony, we could all head directly to the reception. You know, sometimes when people get married, then the the wedding 
the people do the pictures afterwards and then everyone at the reception has to wait like an hour for the pictures well I did it in advance whatever just trying to be pragmatic but um, so while we were doing the photos I was you know saying things to Mike like I my god you you know you reek like alcohol I can smell it on your breath and how much have you had to drink and you know there was a lot of stress of course take the normal wedding day stress the normal stress of trying to look great and not be too nervous and have your clothes look great and all the people and the pressure of getting married and then we're standing there and he reeks like alcohol and I said Mike my god the one thing I asked you not to do today was to drink and here you are you're reeking like alcohol and he's chomping on gum I could still smell it so anyway we got married uh, in my family's church and Mike reeked like alcohol it was very disappointing then we went to the reception you know and um, it was fine whatever but that was my experience thus far with the church and then after Mike and I were married and we moved away to Arkansas and I was so lonely and I was trying to find, you know, a support network of people. Mike and I tried out several different churches. I, I was really the one pushing for that because well, my mom told me, you know, go join a church, find a church group, find church people, you know, uh, that are your age and that are going to have children your age and you, so that you can have that network of people, which was a great idea. But literally we tried three or four or five different churches and... Mike did not like any of them. We, we tried the Catholic Church, and he didn't like it. And we eventually started going to this non-denominational church near our house, which I thought was okay. Mike always said, oh, they're going to pass out the Kool-Aid any minute. You know, he was very... Mike is very, very down on religion. He was back then. Um, I kind of have those same feelings at this point, but... Anyway, he didn't really like the church. We went to a couple of church events. We went to a progressive dinner. We, you know, made some friends, but it, it never really panned out. And then when we moved to Round Rock, Texas, once again, I tried very hard to find us a church family because we needed people in our lives. We needed other couples, you know, a support network. And I wanted to put our daughter in a Sunday school class and, you know, start connecting and, and getting vested in the community and in a church. Especially because if you live far away from home, you need to have that network. Um, especially if something goes wrong or you become ill or you need help. So I was trying hard to forge those relationships. So we went to a couple of Catholic churches, didn't like them. Went to the Baptist church, First Baptist Church of Round Rock. Mike didn't like that. Um, eventually I started going to first United Methodist church because I was singing in the, in the community choir and, um, we would practice at that church and it was big and beautiful. And I, I did like that church because they have an orchestra. So we would go to the traditional service and there was a full orchestra. It was fantastic. You know, they had a harp and piano and cello and, uh, the whole thing the music really spoke to me. And for me, you know, I'm a very skeptical person of religion. I'm not even going to call myself a Christian today, not after what I've been through with supposed Christians in my life. But that church did speak to me because of the music. It was it was really wonderful. So, 
anyway, and then I got my daughter and my son involved in that church a little bit. And um, eventually, we moved our kids into Hill Country Christian School of Austin. They had attended public school from preschool uh, until Tori was, she got through fifth grade in public school and our son was in third grade. Or he, he did uh, kindergarten first and second in public school. And then when my son was in third and Tori was in sixth, we moved them to Hill Country Christian School. I was very unhappy with the public school near where we lived and uh, did not like the overcrowding. I didn't like the curriculum. They had some crappy teachers. I just, and, and I, I did not like the middle school in our neighborhood. I heard so many bad things. I was fearful that our kids would get involved in bad things, which really was kind of silly when I look back. But we moved them to Hill Country Christian School, a private, small, expensive school, and they thrived there. They did very well. Very joyful environment, great, rigorous curriculum, qualified teachers. They don't accept any students with discipline problems, which is nice because you never have to deal with that in the classroom. But the problem was my kids became just inculcated with all this religious stuff and believing the Bible so literally and I could sense that they became so judgmental of other people who were not Christians and I started to see this extremism and that kind of worried me but I figured you know the good outweighed the bad still but eventually they moved back into public school after three years at the private school because my daughter wanted to go to Vandegrift High School and be in the FFA. So um, we moved them back into public school. My son did not want to do that. He wanted to stay at Hill Country, but I wanted my kids to be together and Mike and I overrode that decision. But the church has not had a very positive influence, I think, um, in my life. And I, I wish it wasn't like that. And, and since then, um, I've been a listener of Christopher Hitchens and Sam Harris, and I've spent a lot of time listening to them as they debunk uh, Christianity and other religions. And Christopher Hitchens believes that religion poisons everything, and his book was very compelling with all the fighting and strife and bloodshed and everything in the world because of religion. Um, it started to make sense to me that religion is not is not helping. It's not helping people. So anyway, I thought this topic was appropriate uh, today, Easter. As far as my divorce goes, there is nothing new to report, which seems pretty incredible at this point.